Microelectronic is the art of miniaturizing. I starting at the, at the first step, looking to the cochlear implant for hearing. Actually, you have, you have the, 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 the chip, it's on some PCB. From PCB, you have some outlet. Those outlets, you connect electrode with wiring, and those electrodes can interface the nerve. And from the other side, you have radio frequency system to remotely receive energy to power up and exchange data. It means you can measure what's happening and you can receive data to turn on, turn off, update the parameter because our body is changing. You have the nerve, you have two contact. This, this two contact means to inject current and stimulate, or these two contact is to listening what's happening. We are developing a chip system to implant inside the brain. And this chip role is to detect onset maybe 15, 20 seconds before the scissors start. Wow. And inject some drug or stimulate the region to stop it. To stop it. Yeah. In general, my, my career is doing chip for all those bio applications. Okay, so system on chip. I was doing this for 28 years now. Even though someone's opinion may contradict yours. Where's my friend Alan? It's all about your perspective. Who are we and what is the nature of this reality? What's up everyone? Welcome to Simulation. I'm your host Alan Sakyan. We're on site at the beautiful Westlake University in Hangzhou, China. We're now going to be talking about brain-machine interfaces. We have Dr. Mohamed Sawan joining us on the show. Hi, Mohamed. Hi. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited for this conversation. For those who don't know Mohamed's background, he is Chair Professor of Microelectronics and Bioengineering at Westlake University, where his lab is focused on neurotechnology to tackle neurodegenerative disease. And you can find all of the links in the bio below. All right, Mohamed, let's start things off with one of our favorite questions. We like asking our guests, what are your thoughts on the direction of our world? Wow, okay. Well Thank you so, so much again. Uh, so uh, the world is, uh, of course, uh, interesting. Life is interesting. Uh, progress everywhere. Uh, uh, of course, uh, I, I'm traveling everywhere. I am very excited to see evolution everywhere. Uh, so uh, means uh, everything is moving, uh, moving uh, on the right direction, I hope. Uh, Life is interesting, uh, and uh, everyone has to, to, to do his homework to contribute to this move, you know. <laughs> yes, so, yes. Yeah, yeah, life is, uh, yes. is fantastic. Yes, everyone plays their unique role in making life better and absolutely. better for everyone. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. What would you say is a key skill or essential thing for us to possess and develop as humans? that help us ensure a beautiful future? Wow, okay, so it means in fundamental issue is really to believe on own capacity and uh, do what exactly we like to do in life and uh, push, I think, push us 
maximum as we can. Uh, and uh, I think human capacity is, is major, is big, and uh, never underestimate what we can do to contribute. And our duty is to contribute. Yes, I love that. So identifying one's own unique gift that they can bring to the world and going really strong in that direction, full force in bringing that unique Absolutely. value to Absolutely. the world. I love Absolutely. that. Yeah. I love that. Mohammed, let's talk about your journey and how you got interested in science. You were born in Lebanon. Right. And then who were your influences that got you interested in science and the brain? Wow, okay. Actually, I think... Uh, <laughs> Brain came later, but uh, in the beginning, I think uh, culture in Lebanon uh, I, means um, the, the, the family issue, the parent uh, uh, main, uh, I think, uh, how to say, uh, objective or goal is to let children educate or let or educate their children as maximum as parent can do, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think percentage of education in Lebanon is uh, up to more than 99%. This is surprising for a small country. So uh, my parent, father and mother actually, were uh, behind my motivation to like school and to like science. Uh, uh, it means with, with their, I think, uh, some wording every day, with their, uh, with their uh, some uh, kind of motivating me every day, uh, was behind my, my, star, my starting journey, you know. Of course, uh, also school uh, uh, in Lebanon was also those uh, primary school, or not primary, secondary and college maybe, uh, teachers were also uh, very, really great guys to motivate uh, all the students to, to run, you know. So this is maybe the, the beginning of my uh, interest. And then uh, later, uh, to finalize, of course, uh, again, st story of culture, everywhere exists, not only in Lebanon, but in Lebanon is more is to, to become medical doctor first. If not, you can do something else. <laughs> so I was, of course, uh, uh, started my journey to be medical medical doctor. But uh, yeah, I think you know Beirut and, and Lebanon, war, all this, many issues arrived and didn't help to go through. <laughs> then I tried engineering for some reason, and I liked engineering, and then from there I was doing biomedical. So yeah. this is the story very quick. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So <laughs> then, yes, this is, this is very true. Like parents to provide their children with as much of their own process of self-discovery and education as possible, so critical. And then it's interesting how you ended up going from, you know, doing the, the medical doctor to engineering to biomedical right. engineering. Right. And you've had such a, such a long career in this space that like we're gonna talk about here in a moment. I wanna know what happened with this big move with the PhD, you moved to doing electrical engineering PhD at Charbrook yeah. University in Quebec. Yes. Why did you decide to move to Canada and what was it like when you first got there? The main, uh 
reason I think uh, my uh, second language education in Lebanon was the French language. Then uh, the possibility, as you know, Europe, France, and then this province, this state in, in Canada, Quebec. But the dream, the dream for a guy from Middle East is to go to as far as possible, you know, the US, mainly, North America. So look to the map, Canada is North America, so it fits. <laughs> so this is a simple reason. So I, I, finished, I finished my college and uh, again, war started in Lebanon. I, I, my, my father pushed me out. I went to Morocco. I think Morocco, Casablanca, also good city. And from Casablanca, I did a couple of years education and engineering, and I went to Canada because I re my first uh, admission to f f follow up for my study came from Laval University. This is in, in Quebec again. Mm -hmm. And I went to Canada like this, you know, so because the French. And then from uh, Laval, uh, this is Quebec City. This is the capital of Quebec. I went to back to Sherbrooke to do master and PhD. So I did my BS in, in Laval and, and then PhD. My PhD was collaboration with Sherbrooke and McGill University. McGill in, yes. in, uh, in Montreal, yes. as you know. And uh, then went to University of Montreal. The engineering school is Polytechnique. Yes. Is uh, famous in North America and uh, start my career. Let's talk about this. This Polytechnic in Montreal, you spent 27 years there from 1991 until 2018. You were professor of microelectronics and biomedical engineering. And this is, this is you also found founder and director of the PolyStim Neurotech Laboratory. Yeah. And that's at, <clears throat> excuse me, that's at Polytechnic right. Montreal. Right. Okay, so research and development in building analog and mixed signal smart devices. Right. And also the same 25 years experience on teaching mixed signal biomedical circuits and systems processing this data, understanding how to do this. Okay, let's do the most fundamental explanation of I this. See. I see. So how does one even start with microelectronics and biomedical engineering to start processing this incredible body and yeah. the data from right, it? Right, 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 yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, biomedical is uh, becoming now kind of uh, everywhere, universal. Doesn't matter any science, you, you, you would see you'll see guys or people, researchers doing something for bio, you know. So microelectronic is the art of miniaturizing. So it's very small, like now about nanoelectronic, long time ago. And nano, nanoelectronic is connected somehow to nanotechnology. But I, I started again because I was interested in medical, but uh, also I liked engineering. I starting uh, at the f at the first step, looking to the uh, uh, to the cochlear implant for hearing, you know hearing. So of course, uh, and then uh, from there uh, I went to I was uh, because cochlear implant at the time was many people doing this. So I decided to have some innovation and I worked on the bladder control, trying to help people to void when it's blocked. 
or to avoid the incontinence. Mm -hmm. So I build a kind of pacemaker. The pacemaker for the cardio is well known. For, so, uh, pacemaker for the bladder? For the bladder. Okay, actually this is again with electronic, you can take chip and chip actually is millimeter square as you know, very wow. small, but you have to put some other devices in order to have everything wirelessly controlled from outside. Wow. So the bladder control, you can monitor in your iPhone uh, the status of your bladder and you can decide to go to 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 restroom or not you know this is for people that don't have good control of the you bladder after accident any accident unfortunately this uh, pelvic floor is affected first oh. bladder and sphincter and then oh. some people they cannot void oh. then they put some tube catheterization yeah. and this is bring infection and it is killing sometimes oh. it's, it's dangerous yeah. so to avoid this electronic you can control by your finger and you can power up and you can let the bladder void or you can have artificial sphincter to block so okay let's already start talking about um you're obviously solving very important biomedical issues but we all wonder how is this process of technology even possible you take a very small millimeter chip and a couple millimeter chip and you somehow that chip has connective properties to the bladder yeah. so it ha so how what is this method of connection yeah. to the bladder yeah. and right. then also how does it wirelessly get right. controlled from the device sure. and what does it sure. stimulate sure. And, yeah, yeah. sure 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 of course the, the Today, every ta everyone talk about IoT, Internet of Things, you know. Mm -hmm. But we were doing this long time ago to control something remote. Remote means you have uh, again, uh, <coughs> like any any communication wirelessly, but of course was custom made to be near field. We don't want to. I don't. I don't want to control your implant. This is actually inside the body implant. From one side, you have RF link, radio frequency. From the other side, you have uh, interface with the tissue, kind of surface electrode or cuff electrode. You have a nerve and you can put some cuff around to connect to the nerve, not to the muscle. Yeah. So our body is a, a network of nerve, a neural system, and you can go to the root of those nerves, connect there to control those organs. So you had electrodes on this right, other side of the right, chip. Right, right, right. How right. many electrodes did you so have? So actually, uh, many, many uh, configuration. We tried to arrive to solution, but uh, the most effective one was the four electrodes only. Yeah. Four. To control because this is the system is uh, like in a square. Four electrodes in a, or how? It's cuff. Actually, you have you have the the the, the chip. It's on some PCB. From PCB, you have some outlet. Those outlet, you connect electrode with wiring, mm. and those electrode can interface the nerve. Okay. okay? okay. And the, from the other side, you have a radio frequency system yes. to remotely connect, receive energy to power up, and exchange data. It means you can measure what's happening, and you can receive data to turn on, turn off, update the parameter, because our body is changing.
So you wirelessly charge, wirelessly communicate with it, stimulate, get data from it. Or so, so, so the 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 electrodes. Uh, where is where is the process of reading out? How are you reading out this data from electrodes? You have the nerve. You have two contact. This this two contact means to inject current and stimulate. Uh -huh. because or these two contact is to listening what's happening. Okay. You can listening what's happening. You can measure from this neural system, because neural system is sensitive and motor, means uh, keep monitoring. Our, our brain is intelligent, of course, is sensing, sensing what's happening. And when you need to order anything, you stimulate. Yes. Okay, this is a it's principle, very easy principle. Now, of course, the complexity is very high, but there is no limit. The sky is the limit. No anyone understands everything yet. So it's very complex. So this is the first step in my, actually it was my PhD at that time. And the motivation increased. And I said, all those organs, as everyone knows, you know, all those organs are controlled by the brain. Because all these are like a keyboard, like a mouse for the, your, your your computer, but your computer is the processor, is the, is, is the big uh, chip inside, right? Okay. So then I uh, started my career as professor in Polytechnique, 27 years, to push on uh, brain-machine interface, which is wearable, external, or implant inside. And my motivation came at that time to, to look to this is vision for blind. What happened? Why someone is blind, and uh, what are, what is the problem? So, with my experience with different devices already, I decided to focus on vision, and then the game started. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's. Well, okay, so the the bladder was one example. So of, one example, yeah. Of my early brain career. machine interfaces to help solve a biomedical issue. Right. Okay. Now uh, that field is continuing to advance. Right. Okay, great. And then now we're just thinking about okay, where else can we put these, you know, these chips on the body to both yeah. read out and stimulate right, to right, help right. heal the body. Right, right, right. Okay, and then where next is this vision problem? Right. right okay, right, so right, what right. is the problem with blindness? Yeah. And how do you solve the problem with blindness? Right. Okay. Uh, and some people philosophically may also make the comment that um, if I, they may say that my blindness is maybe a gift, it works my other senses. But some, yeah, the, another sure. argument is they say that uh, I would like to see. So for those that would like to see yeah, if they are yeah, blind, yeah, this yeah. is a good for, for them, yes. Yeah, actually it's uh, vision and uh, many other uh, organs or function in the human body, like also hearing, if you never hear and someone show you something, doesn't matter how, for, doesn't mean anything for you. You have to learn again from scratch to hear. The same vision, so vision is, uh, but vision is uh, uh, so very complex, uh, means uh, so far is the most complex uh, uh, function we have in our body. Vision. Vision. Is the most complex, the most complex function, function in our body. Yeah, yeah, sure. This is actually because it is not 
fully understood because science now, as you know, medical science and all these, a lot of progress. But vision, we don't know how the brain analyzes in real time what that's such a beautiful life we have. Yes. We see color, etc., etc., and relate it to our past life experiences. So this that, is, yeah, this yeah. is connect with memory and all and these. But actually, just vision, just see, just seeing, just yeah. see. Yeah. We have retina and we have optic nerves and we have many stations like metro stations. <laughs> <laughs> and then you arrive to the brain. We know in the brain and the occipital side, the, this is the primary region of the vision. We know that. Then from there, they have consequence of different region on the brain, unknown, mm. unknown. Like from the occipital, where does the neurons we, go? Where does the neural communication go next to yeah, make sense? To make sense, to, to we are not known. That means maybe we know a couple of steps, but estimated we have maybe up to 10 or 15 different steps inside the brain to go. And uh, every, uh, again, when you follow up science again, you, you see a new publication from time to time to say, okay, no, not this region, this region, still not completely, fully understood the different region of the brain, not only the primary region, maybe all different region. We know the, the cortical side is, is very thick, cortex, but the, the, the main part of the brain is this central part, which is the uh, epithalamus, thalamus, and all these fundamental organ. And many things happening there, when we are unhappy, when we are sad, when we, are, when we see, when we hear. There are a lot of processing, also very complex, are not fully uh, means understood yet. So, working on vision, <laughs> Is and, is, and is this most recently, or when was this? The blind, working on vision and blindness? No, no, uh, How long ago? Long time ago, I, maybe around uh, 12 years ago. 12 I, years I ago. started working on, in Montreal on this. On vision, okay. And uh, okay. Uh, actually, if you look to Wikipedia and all this, you can see some. Uh, uh, and then, uh, but today, you can find maybe more than 30 different research labs in the world around 30, working on retina, artificial retina. Uh, artificial retina, uh, unfortunately, uh, how to say, you have to be fresh blind. Some means, because uh, if we are blind born, uh, born blind, of, or if we have, uh, we lost uh, vision for maybe 10 or 15 years, it seems is irreversible. Is uh, you cannot really recover this back. It's hard to teach the nervous system about vision again. Yeah, yeah. Retina cannot uh, collaborate, etc. Many issues. But if are, I get into an accident and I lose my vision, then an artificial retina can support. Yeah, a couple of years, two, three years, can do something. And you were investigating into artificial retina. I am not. You were. No. No. I am working on the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, because this little people can receive artificial retina. Yes. Then I, I said, why not to look to the other, other region? At that time, a group in Europe was working on the optic nerves. Yes. Uh, many universities, etc., uh, uh, supported by Medtronic at that time. And then 
I was following this, and then NIH in US with the Illinois Institute of Technology, AIT, were uh, supporting people to work on on on, on intracortical and the and the primary region of the of the brain. Then I went there myself. Okay, this is the right place to go. Mm -hmm. Then I was working developing system brain-machine interface. From one side, you have camera, and you have, of course, uh, processor external to convert uh, image to instruction. Sending inside the brain, we have the multi-unit of uh, stimulator, and also we can record or measuring what's happening to map this image in real time in, in this primary region of the vision where optic nerves come. Actually, why we went there? Because actually, retina, optic nerves, LGN, another network of neural come to the, this primary region of the mm -hmm. brain. Because these are not working anymore, so I try to do something similar with microelectronics to bring image to this region myself. So this is how it started working. I started working with vision at that time. Yes, okay, so then, um, we can leverage microelectronics and brain-machine interfaces to implant a solution for blindness at the at the at the end of the optical nerve at the primary region of the vision. Yeah, we can say at the end of this op optical, optical nerve. nerve yeah. And then there is, you have a camera on the, on where, on... on no, camera, it can be anywhere external. Anywhere external, so external. on my chest or It doesn't whatever. matter, but usually you can put an, in, in a pair of glass glasses to, yeah. to have something more realistic. And then connect it to a processor. Processor can be uh -huh. and behind the ear, doesn't matter where. Yes. Okay. Electronic chip. And you convert uh, images from the camera from video right. to somehow st stimulation on the optical nerve. So that imagine you have now an image. Of course, we don't need uh, if high our resolution. Eyes, if our eyes are closed, we would see your. So you would see yeah. you you see the first maybe camera or the first computer with pixels. With pixels, yeah. So the this old is what, the old okay. Yeah, the so first very binary black or kind white. Kind of binary, yeah. but. Again, if you imagine you have 30 by 30, around 1,000 pixels, yeah. you can zoom, you can do whatever you want with this to show environment around. Because one of these pixels, one of these images, one of these pixels or electrode, because one pixel means one microelectrode. Wow. Microelectrode, you convert charge, electric charge, to phosphine. Phosphine means point of light in our vi visual field, which is black. You see nothing, imagine black, and you create white, white dots, with white dots corresponding to environment, you know. Yeah, wow. And then, so there's a thousand microelectrodes on the... Around thousand, you can... Wow, yeah, yeah. wow, wow. And then, can you with, you said that you can, in a sense, they can, can they just think and zoom on their... Yeah, actually, you have external processor again. Oh, 
to okay. to control everything. Okay, but not with thought. Yeah, not with yeah. thought alone. You can't zoom yet with thinking. Right. With external joy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, there's interesting Amazing. Yeah, yeah, stuff sure, in the sure, future sure, coming. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, interesting. So, uh, okay. So, yeah, I was just thinking about all of the, yeah, yeah the, the future. No limit. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no limit. No, no limit, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then that ended up being successful with helping people with not yet not yet we are okay. test, we test this in rat in monkey oh wow we are developing now a more sophisticated algorithm to stimulate and doing more recording now means we are now listening on this region what the optic nerves bring from our normal eye to have uh, to have pattern something very uh, fundamental and solid and then we can create a better stimulation technique. Yes, yes. And I also uh, understand that this is a very long process. It is life, life project. It's a it's life. Not, it's not yeah. really three years project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and it has to yeah, go through the, the trials with mice and with well, monkeys. Well, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and sure. you refine the, the, the processors, get, the chips get better, the electrodes get better, the data, digital signal processing gets better, and you yeah. keep upgrading the algorithms. I mean, there's so much that. Very, 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 very big project need a lot of motivation. And then the FDA's got to approve it to, for you to right, be able right. to help people. Of course. I know this is, yeah, of yeah. Of course. With thousands of people and millions of dollars can be done faster. And, uh, and um, so this is why funding scientific advancements, especially when right. you um, may have a, you know, a family member that would like something like this is very yeah, right. important. important right, to do. right, 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 right. Okay, okay. So this was some of the um, Polystem Neurotech Lab. Yeah, so then, uh, uh, of course, to develop, to make this project, because actually... Uh, you need to show, you know, you need to, to, to have experimental results on, on different steps. And then uh, I built this uh, Polystem Neurotech lab. It's again, it's focused on neurotechnology. Uh, and uh, with this, I have uh, very large, two very large, uh, how to say, infrastructure or uh, a set of equipment. Okay, uh, this is uh, in Canada, we have uh, very nice support from uh, Canadian Foundation for Innovation. Started with my career somehow <laughs> in 2000. Uh, and uh, I have uh, resources there uh, for, for the electronic, microelectronic, and for the bio side. So I can do all what kind of system I explaining in my lab. So it means uh, kind of, uh, I think uh, I had, uh, of course, big thanks to Polytechnic and to Canada support me very, 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 very largely, you know, yes. <laughs> uh, more than 40, 50 million dollars wow. with those 27 years yeah. uh, building two large uh, lab yeah. still there, of course. Still there. Yeah. And how many people are still there? working? Actually, I still uh, now I am in, uh, in leave for one or two years before yes. I establish myself for here, good here. Yes. Uh, and they still have around uh, 20 students, uh, PhD 20 students. students, yeah, yeah, and it's very gonna, large. Someone else will take over the leadership. Actually, till now I am doing this overnight. Of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, <laughs> Two, yeah. 12 hours yeah, leg, yeah, 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 jet, yeah. jet lag. 
But of course, I am involving colleagues, and uh, slowly yeah. I will uh, delegate all these to my colleagues. Great, and then hopefully they keep pushing the edge for another twenty-seven years. Really, I hope so. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Keep yeah. going. Yeah, keep pushing. Must be. Yeah. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, and especially because these big projects uh, help people with. Um, the biomedical uh, right. solutions that right. are needed right. for right. Um, right. our health right. and for our creativity and for our yeah. Yeah, prosperity. Sure. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. yes, yes, yes. Sure. Okay, so those were the big projects. So this is one uh, very big. Then, uh, uh, as you know, uh, actually I graduated 150 students in my lab in political. 150 students graduated from the lab. 50 PhD and uh, 50 PhDs. and little bit more than 100 master's students. 100 master's. Master is big in 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 Canada. That's you know? very research very master. Impressive. Yeah, that's a, that lineage is very cool. It is. So okay, we, you know who you got influenced by, yeah, and yeah. who influenced you, and then who you've influenced. Yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. It's course, the lineage. Fantastic. We yeah. all have that lineage of the people that we learn from and who we right, help teach. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's Great. very. That's very good. And who are all now off doing important biomedical engineering. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, Maybe not 100%, but many of them are really great, great uh, former students. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with this large group, of course, I was working on other project, mm -hmm. of course. So I have uh, more recently, comparing to vision, I'm working on epilepsy. Yes. So epilepsy is a major issue. Here at West, here at Westlake, doing that. Epilepsy? Yeah, I am now focusing okay. here in, in okay. epilepsy. Okay, so let's let's do the transition. So that was um, how, how long how long ago now has it been since the the transition to Westlake? So actually, I, I my f start here full time in January, eight months. Okay, eight nine nine months only. Okay. Okay, so you made this transition to Hangzhou, China. This is again. This is one of those. Let me find the farthest place away again from the yeah from the home this time to yeah. to China. And also, um, what else attracted you to the to the Westlake uh, yeah. uh, vision? And then we'll get into this epilepsy right. as well. Yeah. Okay. What else? What else attracted you to yeah. come? All right. So, as I just maybe said, I was extremely happy in Canada, uh, great uh, support, all, uh, received all possible award, if you want, title, fellow, etc. And then I still have energy, time, I said, what's next? <laughs> so motivation, actually, personal motivation, I want really to, to, to do more, more work, uh, more significant for contribute more, etc. And then was looking to the, to the map, to the world we talk about. And then I saw China booming, and I say I think uh, I will have a good place to really do what uh, what I, I I dream again to to achieve before I stop working. You know, yeah, something like this. Yeah. Before this, of course, I was, uh, uh, I, am, I am very active. I was very active in traveling and all these. I have connection or uh, 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 bridges with uh, Shanghai Jiaotong University in, uh, in, in Shanghai as adjunct professor. So I, I used to, I used to came uh, one week per year for around 
15 years. So I know, I saw China moving. <laughs> and uh, and when I, I see this announcement from Westlake, it uh, was really uh, something different than China, you know. <laughs> so uh, freedom and, uh, and uh, uh, Caltech China, something like that. So yeah. I said, wow, this is the place. Yes. Because actually moving from Montreal to anywhere, Toronto or, or US, is the same environment. So yeah. I was looking to something different. Yes. I have the support, I have everything there. I, not because I am missing anything, <laughs> you know, but because <laughs> I want really to, to do some change. I think, yeah. and our career as an academic, we can have sabbatical and we can have uh, leave of absence. So I said, why not to, 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 to do something with this? And then I, I decided to, and I came to, to Westlake. It's actually uh, somehow uh, uh, very interesting or impressive the way uh, it started. I came for an interview, I give a talk. And uh, I was sitting in the hotel overnight, and then the president of Westlake and VP came to visit me. Wow! <laughs> Can you That's imagine? So cool. To yeah. say hello, just hello, me, just say hi, and uh, we are happy. Thank you for coming for the interview, and that's it. Wow! No yeah. one thousand interview, no uh, recommendation from one thousand people, etc., etc. I said, "Wow, okay, this is." And then they offer me the second day something, wow. like that. Yeah. Okay, I said actually this is, uh, uh, or I, they asked me what I want to accept position. I said okay, I want this. They said this is too big. Can you accept this? I said okay, that's it. Very simple because I I want to move. I was ready to move, and my children grow up already, so I am free oh, yeah. somehow, uh, yeah. relatively. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have kids. Kids, yeah, little ones, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I, yeah, I, 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 I came here. What? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What? A, what did you know? This like d this desire for you know yeah you had yeah everything already you know like established and but you're looking for what's next and i like that that thirst for you know yeah. for finding what's next and seeing over the the 15 years you were coming here um, once a once week per year to right, right, yeah right. to shanghai and seeing it go right. and you're like, uh, I'm like yeah 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 and hangzhou is just so beautiful too uh, absolutely yeah it's gorgeous absolutely. Yeah. part of china yeah, 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 yeah. and like you said the very like kind of like yeah uh, Caltech China style right, right, of, right, of right, like right, vision, right, of right, vision, right, vision. Of, and so multidisciplinary, and and you have the potential to be, uh, the, you know, this leading biomedical figure here, right, and, right, uh, right, and inspire right. lots of people from around the world that come uh, to again build the lineage. And right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I can, I see the. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this is a yeah. great transition story. Okay, so now Westlake. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. How do you pick? You know, now you're starting fresh. You're starting new. Right. And. Uh, you have biomedical engineering is so big, so you know, so many aspects right. to tackle. Right. The right. chips, the electrodes, the digital yeah, signal yeah, processing. Yeah, which yeah, area yeah, of the yeah, body yeah, do you yeah, go? Yeah. Very complex. How, very complex. Yeah. How do you pick where to go and right. dedicate your time and resources? Sure. Okay. Sure. 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 Yeah. And epilepsy ends up being one of those right. decisions. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. about the difference. Yeah. Of course. Uh, in. Uh, Arriving here, Westlake University emerged from life science. Life science, biology, uh, microbiology, all this uh, chemistry, 
somehow are connected to my work because I didn't elaborate on those devices which require also to work at the uh, bio level, not only with the electrode, we need to manipulate neurotransmitter, we need to understand how the cells are connected together. Uh, neural cell, we have between neurotransmitter, ions. So this is, we are building lab on chip in order to see this neurologic, neurological or neurodegeneration problem come from. What we want to understand more, not only try to solve without, uh, with, with big risk. Are you simulating the chemoconnectome? I, I am trying to measure, measure them first and uh, not stimulating yet, but later, why not? Okay, so yeah, measuring yeah. first, like uh, neurotransmission. Right. Okay, first measuring the okay, right, neurotransmission. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. And then eventually. This is the biosensor, yeah. Down the line, you can This is the, the lab on chip. Uh, lab on the chip. Abbreviation or, or nickname. Lab on chip, laboratory on chip. Yeah. Means we want to have a chip to, in the future, <laughs> now we talk about millimeter, but in the future, interface at the synaptic side between neural cell is uh, 20 wow. to 30 nano. 20 to 30 nano nanometers. And, and we want to be there to see what's happening. A chip on the synapse? Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, right, wow, right, yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but also arriving here was, was this... I, I'm just imagining the little chip like watching the neurotransmission <laughs> happen and like, and like being like, okay, it's this neurochemical and you know, and like just reporting to Mohammed sitting in the, in the lab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the vision. Yes, it's good. Yeah, okay. good, good imagination, okay. yeah. Yeah, the, it's really, the sky is the limit, you know, it's fantastic. This is why life is fantastic. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, life science, and uh, then uh, biomedical, uh, because those different projects, I said I, I want really to, from one time, of course, uh, uh, renew my, my energy. Then uh, I am building here a lab, uh, uh, somehow uh, learning from all the past, <laughs> having better, better lab, more effective, uh, and then uh, focusing uh, more on, on, on brain uh, activity. Uh, and then uh, uh, epilepsy is, uh, is another complex uh, uh, dysfunction, we can say, because when those seizures emerge, the seizures emerge randomly. We never know when it happened, and no no way to to locate where they come from inside the brain. So, even uh, if they're wearing an EEG, while it randomly happens, we don't know. Yeah, this yeah. is we we try we try to see something, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, because yeah, no. actually, when you go to the when you see a forest and you have fire, you see fire coming from one tree but it doesn't mean this tree started the fire. Mm. Mm. See what my example? So you would need to know the exact, Which at that like synaptic or neuro, one individual neuron yes. level where yeah. it started. If not, you, you yeah. solve what? Oh, sure, sure. Now, yeah. now I see why the EEG doesn't. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, EEG is actually, is EEG is very elementary interface, is surface. Yes, yes. Brain wave means, means nothing. Nothing for, 
the deep level of the brain. You can, of course, when you are sick, you can see the, I mean, the brain wave. It can help a little bit. You measure those signals, but it cannot solve the issue. So now, epilepsy, uh, again, uh, we cannot go to hospital and uh, they put us on MRI for days. It doesn't work to have MRIs for some scan and that's it. So you need some tools to monitor over weeks to see when, when a seizure emerged to catch it and to inform about. Yes. So this is why EEG now mixes it with optic technique, which we call near-infrared spectrometry. Mm. NIRS, as we heard about this expression. NIRS, but NIRS still with fiber optic to go a little bit deeper than the surface. Because this is non-invasive, this is from external, like, like a helmet, you know. So, but even with, uh, with NIRS, with, up, with the spectrometry, you still need big, big equipment to, to control. And so now we are building a helmet only, like a cap for the sun, you know. Yeah. And you can put up or down and you can wire and it can wirelessly connect you with the hospital, with your medical uh, doctor to he can see what's happening. Is, in it a, is it a near infrared spectrometry hat? Hat. With near infrared spectrometry Absolutely. built into yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I, I, I put it on and then you're reading what's happening from my house. Right. To the right, right. You can You can live normally, drive. Live normally. Oh, oh okay. it's wire, a wireless hat. Wirelessly, yeah. Wireless sure. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wireless hat. Wow. Yeah. But again, this, it does not solve all the problem because you cannot go very deep inside the brain. Even with near first yeah. means you can, with EEG, you can go maybe one centimeter, even less, including all this part, mm -hmm. skull, etc. With, with spectrometry nears, you can go maybe to two or three centimeters. No, no, two centimeters. Wow. That's okay, still not enough. So this is the complexity of epilepsy. What happened, if, even if you locate these techniques wirelessly, you locate, for example, it is emerging from here or from there or from different region, then surgeon can open, because some epilepsy are light. You have one, one, one seizure maybe every weeks or months, and is light. You don't really lose control, etc. Mm -hmm. But some other, you have this repetitive, and it's dangerous, you can, it's really, uh, means you, you, you can fail, etc. Et if you're driving. If you're driving, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it means uh, the surgeon can open for the worst case and to look, to put some other surface electrode on the, on the, on the, on the brain directly and to locate uh, a little bit better. And, uh, and then uh, if it's surface, they can do some surgery to solve, remove maybe one millimeter cube of uh, tissue, and it can solve maybe 2% of cases. And what do they identify in the little millimeter cube that tells them that's the piece to remove? What do they find there? Okay, because actually, uh, again, with this uh, surface electrode, you are monitoring what's happening, and you can see this region is the, the strongest one emerge first. Signal processing, signal processing. So again, there are maybe not 100% precision, but it's enough good sometime. Now, if not, the, the, uh, the scissors come from bottom side of the brain, 
nothing can be done. Nothing. Right nothing now. can be done because you you will do more side effect or destructions and solving. Brain is complex, you know. So you have some region, for example, between the two hemispheres. You have some some empty place, or I don't know. But in general, if it's inside the cortex or or the bottom side of this, and again epilepsy like vision, we don't know where it emerged first. The the cow, you know. Okay, then <coughs> you pick that as what? What number focus is that? Is that number one right now at the lab focus or my? Yeah, yeah. That's number, number one, one. Number one is epilepsy. Epilepsy. Okay, and your best, uh, tr your best strategy as the, the lab yeah. for that is what? What is the best strategy that you guys are taking yeah. right now? Actually, uh, developing better spectrometry to go deep. You want to develop better tools to read the depths yeah, of... to locate. Yeah. We are developing technique to detect onset. Uh, I, I did not finish earlier. It means now if it's deep, we develop a device like the one for the vision, a chip system to implant inside the brain, close by where those emerge, and this chip role is to detect onset, maybe 15, 20 seconds before the scissors start, wow. and inject some drug or stimulate the region to stop it. To stop it, yeah. Okay, so this is, uh, and now the major issue is a prediction. Yes, AI. 15, 20 minutes, is, that's a good length ahead of time. I thought you were gonna say the word milliseconds. Uh, I, when you said 15, 20 second, millisecond prediction, no, you're like... Second. Full second prediction. Second, second. Okay. No, no. Um, Minutes? Detection. Wait, wait. Uh, detection. Detection. Detection onset. The onset, when oh. the scissor emerge, yes. between 10 and 2 and 15 second maximum. Uh, but before? Before. Okay, yeah. 2 to 10 to 15-ish. Seconds. Seconds Not, not minutes. Not minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seconds. So seconds. It's okay. sometimes That's still impressive. I thought you were going to say milliseconds. No, so no, yeah. The yeah. fact that you said seconds yeah. is Second, still impressive. Second. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. And now uh, prediction. We want you take cell phone in the morning and sit to, to look to the weather. You can look to see. This is, of course, the dream. <laughs> Your status of your brain and your uh, your epileptic scissors uh, stuff you know? slowly decreasing because of your technology that's uh, either stimulating to prevent uh, the epileptic right. yeah. uh, and is slowly teaching the brain to not have yeah. the epileptic seizures. Uh, yeah, it means this is two 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 steps. The detection onset is to stop it as soon as possible before it emerges. But the prediction is to predict not second. We want to predict, for example, 10 minutes, 30 minutes yeah, okay. earlier. Okay, okay. And get you really prepared so you're not like behind. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, you drive, you yeah, stop. stop. So um, let's talk about that, that first part. So what, what right now do you and your team think will give you two, 10 or 15 second prediction on how it's going to, where it's going to happen and... Yeah, because actually uh, this measurement we do, 
from epilepsy and everyone does, that means you have uh, what you call uh, interictal, preictal, okay, and ictal. Ictal is when you are in between between ictal, where the Caesar is already too late, and uh, the and the preictal region. This is actually well known. It can it can be um, how to say well known, not true, not fully known. But uh, the idea is to be in, in this region as early as possible to predict. But uh, for the detection, onset detection is done, is, is well known because we have those curves, we have those measurements, and we see the scissor doesn't boom like this, boom like slowly, you know, mm. and then go up. So we, this uh, starting and up, it is the second I, I mentioned about. So if we are in the beginning of those second, we see something start moving, is detection, is not prediction, is detection. Mm. But the prediction, we have to analyze all the past, all data available to have intelligent algorithm, artificial intelligence, you know. We are doing deep learning with those measurements, with those database, yeah. in order to implement efficient algorithm to do this in real time and predict I told you 10 minutes is will be will be great 10 5 minutes 15 minutes this is the objective this is uh, the and we are doing this of course the uh, the interest not like all those guys in computer science doing algorithm we are doing chip because we want to put this in chip to be real time uh, prediction so do you make your own ASIC? Right. You make system your own. on chip. Yeah, this is microelectronic. Yeah. You you. How did you design a, an application specific integrated circuit? How did you design? How do you pick how to effectively design an ASIC for this epileptic purpose? Right. Yeah. One hundred fifty graduated. One hundred fifty maybe times time two chip done on this field. In general, my my career is doing chip for all those bio application. Okay, so system on chip. I was doing this for twenty eight years now. So for epilepsy, again, you have a kind of a processor, custom processor, to do signal analysis. Okay, and uh, to do um, any any measurement, any stimulation, all this is really uh, somehow my experience on that for a long time. Now adding to this prediction, this is again neural network based kind of neural networks. This is deep learning, deep learning. Uh, and we will have enough, uh, of course, um, resources in uh, to somehow, of course, more you have uh, data, more you have input, more is, uh, is complex and uh, so of course we cannot, we cannot compete with uh, a big supercomputer, I don't know how to say this, but we are optimizing those algorithms mm -hmm. in order to make SOC with this. So SOC, uh, system on chip, mm -hmm. including uh, analog, digital, RF, all these together, in order to miniaturize and come with uh, 
around one centimeter square, not one millimeter here because you have a lot of uh, material to, uh, to integrate. Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah, this, the system on a chip, even with all of those incredible components, including a designed ASIC by you guys for the yeah. specific cases, right. for different yeah. biomedical cases, can still fit in a square centimeter. Because now we, we talk about, you know, uh, the last, uh, uh, how to call it, Apple have uh, their, their, uh, their own microprocessor, Alpha, Alpha something, yeah. Bio Alpha, I don't know, I'm sorry the about latest, the name. Uh, 4.13 billion transistor. Four, one, three billion transistors. Four hundred thirteen billion. Not, not million. Billion. billion. Four hundred thirteen billion transistors. Right. Oh I, my god. I, I estimate the chip maybe one inch. One inch square. Oh my god. Not bigger, if not smaller. You know. Does Apple work with Intel on that chip, or I'm I'm not sure how uh, how they develop this. No, I'm not sure. I think they have their own, but I'm not sure. Wow, this is using latest impressive. technology, yeah. FinFET. The transistor FinFET, FinFET is like this memristor. If you heard about those wording, is at the nano scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, with with CMOS technology, a regular one. Uh, those FPGA, you talk about ASICs, FPGAs, programmable devices. Uh, now they have something working on 10 nano. Yeah, 10 nanometers. 10 nanometer. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, uh, the FinFET is around 7 or 10 nano. Wow. And then you guys use about that same level? No, of we are not really competing with this. Okay. Because to do analog circuit, something intelligent for the body, you don't need to run there. Maybe you can do one part, for example, if we talk about uh, uh, algorithm for prediction, it can be done in digital circuitry. You can have one part of the chip doing this, you know, uh, with digital. But uh, stimulate on the body, you still need very high current, very high voltage. Mm. Latest technology cannot help. You need to use well-established technology to generate those, for example, if you need uh, to have 10 volt. A 10 volt? 10 volt. You would need that much to... Usually we don't use volt, we use current. Current. To stimulate with uh, even, uh, I don't know, uh, 10 micro ampere. Yeah. But you, the impedance when you where, where you stimulate is very high. Ohm la low, you know, <laughs> RE, RI. So this RI give you idea. So 10 micron time, maybe one mega ohm, give you uh, already 10 volt, you know. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. So the volt is high, but the current is very, very small. We, yeah. we, don't need, we don't need energy to stimulate. I have a question. Out of the, the a really important part of what the lab is doing right now is identifying what the best uh, brain-machine interface will be for solving epilepsy. Right. And do you have I do you have idea for what this brain-machine interface can be that you know that doesn't that's just completely brand new that maybe the 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 ASIC or the or the other components on the chip are just 
wildly different ideas. Is there anything like that that for you to be able to provide both, like you said, the you want to read out the the neural communication, you want to do the neurostimulation, um, which requires more significant um, energy to be able to do so. So, like, what could just not be? Think what are we what are we missing that could potentially be this ideal solution? Yeah, good question. Yeah, I think uh, hmm, what we I think the the the, the miss, missing uh, uh, part here is uh, again uh, neuroscience. Is uh, is complex somehow, and uh, uh, as I just mentioned, maybe we sh we should we should uh, learn, we should understand. Uh, of course, to come with efficient solution, equation is well known. Diagnostic first, and if you understand, you will find solution. You know, so now I think uh, this. Uh, long list of neurodegenerative uh, diseases because I will talk about vision, epilepsy, Alzheimer, memory, uh, you have depression, you have 30 or more, you know, all coming from this box, from the brain. And the connection, as I just maybe mentioned earlier, connection between, because actually we have 10 billion neurons in our brain, communication between those neurons allow us to have this fantastic life connection. Yes. So why the connection doesn't work for this and this and this and this? This is what I believe we have to to sit down and understand this. This neurotransmission. Neurotransmission, Yes. we have more than 100 different neurotransmitters. That's also crazy. Everyone talk about dopamine and Serotonin. a couple of, but there are, it's complex, too many, yeah. too many yeah. others. Although so, there's a power law of the ones that are used the most. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. So I think this is the missing we have really to, because building now SOC without objective is, is uh, not really uh, <laughs> interesting, you know. Yeah. I cannot say useless, but it's, it's the case. Yes. So because the building now, if you have good designer, good engineer, good tools, you can build. But how to, because actually put something in the brain to operate, safety, uh, etc., uh, energy, how to power up this, all this issue, and uh, how long you want this to survive. So many, many, many aspects have to be uh, addressed. I believe it was some of the uh, world-leading cyberneticians said that one day neuroscientists will figure out that every single uh, problem with neurodegeneration uh, is a problem of, of neural communication. And I think that's very interesting. So, um, yeah, if, if neural communication, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. connection between connections neurons. between yeah. neurons. So, yeah. every problem that arises with the brain, depression, neurodegeneration, all, yeah, Alzheimer's, well, like epilepsy, etc., right, is right. a problem of the communication. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Memory, 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 you know, memory uh, Alzheimer's exactly. uh, are the exactly. same. Yeah. Yes, yes. 
Do you, I have a, um, the, I guess another thing that we um, need to mention is what are the next, you know, epilepsy, um, what are the next big targets for the lab? Yeah. So in, as I told you, in parallel, I was thinking on respiration and uh, stroke and Alzheimer, those three, uh, and I, I don't stop working on vision. And vision. still with vision, vision too, okay. But those three emerging strokes, can we predict, because now, of course, too late again, stroke happen and nothing can be done. The idea to do some, uh, again, prediction, having solution. Uh, respiration, uh, this is, um, not a new new project also, but is asthma or uh, is apnea? Apnea. Apnea. What's the apnea? Apnea is uh, actually uh, newborn or uh, elderly. Uh, they have some stop of res oh, respiration like the, like, for some reason. Oh, like stop the of respiration. Like the sleep apnea. Sleep when apnea. You sleep yeah. and you can't breathe well, and, and, and you, you stay need the, there. Yeah, yeah. You need yeah. the 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 eight kind of uh, yeah oxygen uh, yeah, oxygenation yeah, mask yeah. Right, yeah right right okay and so you want to for newborns and elderly right, do right. the respiration apnea okay that's one of them you want to solve the apnea to, to solve it. you think the apnea is also the neural communication problem absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. that's actually, so I, interesting I'm, that one i hadn't thought of before yeah yeah i'm a developing a yeah. feedback system to to detect the stop the onset stop of respiration and then stimulate the epiglose nerve. Epiglose nerve coming from the brain is here. To, to trigger the lung? To trigger the, the, the respiration process. To, no, to not stop. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, so you can, yeah, to stimulate respiration for apnea. Yeah, I want, okay, interesting. So, okay, so, and then what, what were your thoughts for, you said stroke? And, stroke and Alzheimer's. And Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's and, and, yeah, and how, how, I mean, those are, Big ones. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I, I always like to mention this one for, especially for for Alzheimer's, because we have this beautiful library that we have in our brains, and the neurodegeneration is the burning of the books in the library, and this You're is right. a big problem. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's this one of my favorite analogies. Yeah, 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 it's one yeah. Of my favorite good, ones. good, yeah. good, good analogy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what do you think for the stroke and for the Alzheimer's? The, how do you handle the neurocommunication problem? How do you solve it? Yeah, actually, almost the same principle. Again, the idea is to learn uh, this, uh, maybe from uh, blood pressure, from, uh, from of course, heart uh, behavior, from those ECGs. Uh, and uh, the idea is to, to avoid to go up to the brain. But with, um, with the nurse technique we are developing, we can see the uh, the the blood uh, the blood uh, status inside the brain, and uh, which, which can help to to detect earlier uh, and predict. This is almost the same principle, but uh, actually I think in stroke is must be easiest than epilepsy because this is the blood circulation everywhere. It must must detect something uh, earlier, and with again data coming from different network, we can do some prediction. Do you see? Uh, I, I want to actually. I want to ask you this question because many people that watch would probably want me to ask you this one. Out of the last 
25 years of building the lab and now building this lab. What are some of the most important principles, essentials for labs, for the success of the lab? What needs to happen in the fabric of the lab to have high success? Yeah, this is a fantastic question. Again, uh, I think uh, many parameters, not only one, you know, for example, in life, to, you have to be smart and you have to be hard worker. If you are smart only, forget about. If you are a hard worker without <laughs> being be intelligent also, that is that. So I think a lab, we need, uh, we need uh, uh, support to have, uh, I think, uh, facility to build stuff. But those facilities, of course, uh, are source of motivation to everyone to attract uh, top-notch student. Actually, student, PhD student, constructing their future are uh, are the main the main uh, reason to have success. I, in my in my opinion, because even you are alone and work very hard, a lot of idea, but the idea need people to 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 make to realize. You know. So student and uh, of course uh, the staff around. Uh, uh, I, I, we are. Uh, I am. I think fortunate and all uh, uh, new professor here in Westlake. We have good support. Uh, we have uh, we have those resources we can have. Uh, we we have the staff we need, uh, and uh, we are uh, trying to hire the best student uh, to work with us. Do you feel like? How do you keep up with the constant advancements that are happening in the literature with the brain? How do you read all of the advancements so that you can stay at the cutting edge in your advancements of the brain-machine interface? Yeah, this is a not easy job. No free lunch. Uh, you have really to <laughs> you have really to monitor. Actually, I I am uh, uh, I, I spend a lot of time in front of my uh, screen and uh, work hard. I am involved also in uh, in uh, IEEE organization. I think you know IEEE. Uh, I am f well. Uh, means uh, uh, how to say uh, uh, involved. Uh, presently, I am uh, editor in chief on, of the best journal in the society where I am, Circuit and System. Uh, the, the name is Transaction and Biomedical Circuit and System. We are doing chip for bio general, not for brain interface, for bio in general. And uh, I am VP publication. This president on 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 this society for all those literature. I am uh, general chair next year in Montreal organizing the biggest uh, conference on uh, on the field biomedical. This is Engineering Medicine and Biology Society, yeah. EMBS. Uh, we talk about around three thousand five hundred attendees working on bio yeah. 
and maybe one portion of them working on brain. Uh, and I am, of course, uh, uh, involved in life science on different societies. So I'm trying to follow up and uh, ask my group to help reading some yes, material yes. from time to time. Do you feel like we're moving in the direction where in maybe 50 years or so that we will have a constant stream of our biometrics, including the whole chemoelectroconnectome and all of our heart and our microbiome and all of the data being fed up to the machine learning algorithms to predict pathology and to give us the recommendations to live the maximum lifespan. How would you? <laughs> do you feel you, like that's you describe very well? I think so. I think so. This is doable. This is doable. Now, uh, of course, uh, uh, I used to really uh, differentiate between science fiction and real science. You know? so I am doing a real science myself. I, I, I want really to to help. I want to solve problem. Now, of course, uh, in the future, if we look to the progress, I think the progress in, uh, in this field, brain-machine interface, is not very old. We talk about maybe, of course, stimulation like pacemaker is now more than uh, 70 years old, 7-0. The first pacemaker was big like that, but uh, now miniaturization, of course. So maybe last uh, 20, 30 years booming, and now, uh, of course, uh, uh, you can wire uh, T-shirt and you can measure any parameter uh, wirelessly, you know, ECG, EEG, etc., all these uh, pressure uh, uh, with your watch. So, uh, but uh, we cannot solve all problem, in my opinion, because human body machine is very complex and uh, the complexity is illimited, mm. is not really now is not really quantified. Mm -hmm. Something not quantified, you cannot really predict, you can solve, you know? You can measure every protein, every atom. Wow. Every, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even you cannot yeah. dream, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. But of course, in, in maybe, again, 20 or 20 is tomorrow, you know? In 50 years, we'll have, uh, uh, better, I think, uh, control of our uh, human being in general, I think, yes, yeah, 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 more precise. Uh, uh, so means if you compare now maybe uh, with years, how uh, progress uh, in terms of, uh, uh, actually now people are living uh, older and older because uh, healthcare is improving, very clear. You know, it means if you go 50 years ago, the, the, the life, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, means uh, life hope or people were, were hoping to, to live 40 years or 50 years, you know. Now we talk about 90 years, 50 years later. So it means, yeah, we'll, we'll survive longer. Very clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not only predict the pathologies so that we can live longer, make the interventions, but also yeah. that we can do things like, uh, for my own success, like you mentioned at the very beginning, can we have our little AI assistants that can coach us through the best possible life trajectory for us to, uh, yeah. to, to take on that, that, that next 
uh, big challenge and to help guide right. us to the next right. big challenge right. and how we right. can be our best selves. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for your kids and their kids. And right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, 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 sure, sure, sure. Um, a couple last questions on the way out. What are your thoughts on the meaning of life? The meaning of life. Yeah, this is more uh, philosophical question, I think. Yeah, the meaning of life. Uh, I think one word is magic. Life is magic. Is uh, is uh, is very difficult to to really. Uh, define, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your question is very complex. Uh, but uh, actually, this is connected to also to the believing of everyone. So what I believe on that is, uh, is uh, we have a creator. This creator is not really, doesn't have laptop or I don't know, this is something we cannot quantify you know, and create a human, create all, all stuff around. Actually, if you look to any, we talk about atoms and uh, we talk molecules, we talk about, this is really a huge complexity to, to explain and to, to connect with the human, why a human is here, you know. I, I believe is, uh, is um, uh, the creator is, is magic again, the world, and, uh, yeah. and uh, we cannot really one day try to do the same, or, or we cannot say this is by accident, we are like this here. Mm. This is uh, mm. not by accident, no. It's magic. Magic. What a good word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, Actually, I am a French guy. Maybe the word in English are missing, but uh, yeah. I think uh, try to <laughs> explain my idea as clearly as possible with, with, the, yeah. with the language I have, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yes, 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 good? Yes. Magic, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is there a French word that does a better job? Yes, yeah, it's common. <laughs> what, what's the French ma word? Ma magic. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Magic. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I use a c'est la vie. C'est la vie, yeah, c'est la vie. Yeah, I right. use that one quite a bit. Absolutely, like, like c'est la vie. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. when you you don't have explanation, <laughs> c'est la vie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I must ask you as well, thoughts on consciousness. Is it the biological phenomenon? Does it come and yeah. take a seat in this body? And then go back to the source. How does that? How does the consciousness work? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I am not strong on this, but <laughs> but I think uh, uh, again, the body is nothing, is material, you know. But and the brain is material. But the consciousness or the the how to say. Uh, there are a wording. Uh, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Right, 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 right. But we have actually, because our uh, life is controlled by the Creator. He can stop it anytime. Mm. Okay, he, he needs some reason, accident or uh, stroke, but he, he decided to stop it. 
and they stop it. But the body is nothing, it's like material, like, uh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this consciousness or, uh, mm. or controlled by, by, by what you call mm. God or by mm. the Creator. The, the spirit or the spirit. soul. The, the, soul. the soul, yeah, I was searching for the, the, the soul. soul. That, the soul uh -huh. is something different than uh -huh. all the others. The, the soul or the spirit is limitless, is uh, not material. Is not material. material. It's, uh, yeah, it's not uh, It's virtual. Real, real virtual. Magic. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> and uh, do you think that this is a simulation? What we have now? Yes. Uh, wow. <laughs> there are another word what we call emulation. You know what it means? Emulation. Emulation. Emulation means because simulation is only software running only software, but emulation is a, a kind of prototype or uh, something working is not the, for example, I can do implant big like this prototype to, to show I can do and then I miniaturize later. Emulation. I don't think this is emulation or simulation. This is the real world, c'est la vie. <laughs> real world. It means, of course, I, I believe again, when this soul will quit my body, I will have different body maybe or different look, but elsewhere. I will not disappear completely from, <laughs> I will disappear from, from life, from this, uh, this uh, real life to another I don't know, maybe different planet or different or only a virtual, I don't know. This is magic. Magic. <laughs> yeah. And the last question, what is the most beautiful thing in the world? Oh, this is a very difficult question, yeah. Yeah, I think the most beautiful things because sink is, is, is big, it's a small and big world. Uh, I think, uh, uh, hmm, it doesn't come like this, but in general, uh, be happy. Have, be happy, find, the, find, find a way to be happy in life. And be happy doesn't mean you have last Mercedes car or or 100 children, or, or best lab in I don't know where. Be happy, it can be as simple as I have, as you have preliminary condition to, to, to have what you want in life. Be happy, and I think that means you can be very poor and happy, you can be very rich and, and happy, so it doesn't matter. This is not really material, be happy for me. Be happy is, is maybe have good family, have, uh, have enough revenue to survive. I don't know, so be happy. Mohammed, thank you. Thank you, thank so, you so much, much. for coming on <laughs> our show. Thanks a I lot. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Thanks, thanks thank you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. You are so welcome. You. You're doing incredible work here. We uh, wish you the absolute best with the future of your lab yeah, here. Yeah, thank thanks you. Lot, yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below on the episode. Let us know what you're thinking. Also check out the links in the bio below to Mohammed's work and to the lab here at Westlake. Check out all those links in the bio below. 
Also, have more conversations with your friends, families, coworkers, people online about brain-machine interfaces, about how we can really tap into neurotechnology to tackle some of the most complicated neurocommunication issues and neurodegeneration issues, and also support the artists, the entrepreneurs, the leaders around the world that you believe in, support them and help them grow. You can support Simulation, our links are below so you can continue doing cool things like coming to Westlake to interview some of the smartest minds out here. And go and build the future, everyone. Manifest your dreams into the world. We love you very much. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you soon. Peace. <laughs> That's a wrap, great, that was great, so fun. Great, yeah. May I also you ask- You do a great job, Thank incredible, you, you know, incredible. Congratulations, yeah. Thank fantastic, fantastic, after, promoting after science. This is fantastic, yeah, for, for the young. I adore you and all yeah. the other people oh, that yeah, come you on are this great, program. You are great, you are great.